goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Welcome, my friends, to the Wednesday Bo Snurdly Rush Hour here on WABC. If you would like to be part of today's program, 800 848-WABC is the number to reach us. 800-848-9222. I have an immigration stack that will take some time to get through. But before we talk about immigration and some of the other matters here domestically, I want to talk about a story that appeared in the... Daily Mail UK today, and I must warn you, this story was very explicit, it is graphic, it is ugly. And I take, this is one of those stories that you wonder whether you should even do it because of the nature of the story. The story headline, horrifying new report, new report into October 7th rapes reveals how survivors walk through an apocalypse of bodies, missing body parts, while one victim had a grenade inserted into her genitals and details, sadistic methods Hamas used to maximize suffering. Now, this past Monday, we had the pleasure of debuting a song for many of you, by a friend of this show, John Andrasic, known in the music industry as Five for Fighting. John is a prolific songwriter. Superman, one of his songs, he, he's just an amazing songwriter, but he's an amazing human being. The song I described as raw and gut-wrenching. And he talked about in the song some of the things that happened on October the 7th, and John, in the interview, wanted to know why others in the entertainment industry were not speaking up about what took place. And this is the backdrop of this story today is that the Biden administration yesterday tried to push through a resolution calling on Israel to stand down temporarily, a ceasefire with Hamas. And... There have been numerous stories in the mainstream press over the past few days trying to pressure Israel into stopping their what they their mission, which is to destroy Hamas capabilities ever to commit crimes like this again that they did on October the seventh. I'm going to pick up and not read all the story. The story prints out very long. But it begins, Hamas terrorists raped and mutilated Israeli civilians, leaving an apocalypse of bodies, missing limbs at the site of the Nova Music Festival as gunmen swept through on October the 7th. This was from a new report from the Association of Rape Crisis Centers in Israel. The report was presented to the U.N. Special Envoy on Sexual Violence in Conflict Areas. They took testimony from witnesses, interviews. They conducted confidential calls 
in order to compile this report where they reported on the extent of the violence endured in this attack. Women, some of whom were allegedly killed while they were being brutalized, as others were made to watch, watch the sexual abuse of their family and uh, family members and their friends before they themselves were murdered. Now, this is where it gets really difficult, and again, I caution you, this is not easy to listen to. The testimony included claims Hamas gunmen repeatedly stabbed and injured women, a woman while they raped her. That victims, other victims, had nails, grenades, and knives inserted into their sexual organs and how survivors fleeing the festival witnessed girls whose pelvises were simply broken from being raped so much. The report concluded Hamas insurgents operated systematically to target both women and men in villages and kibitzim during the assault. They executed victims during Some of these victims were executed during the sexual abuse that they were suffering, others afterwards. Some of these victims were raped in front of an audience, which it could have included their partners, their families, or their friends in order to increase the pain and the humiliation. Young men and women that were fleeing that music festival were hunted and dragged by their hair, screaming. In most cases, they were killed after or during the rape. And then there's more discussion about the mutilation of bodies. Another one of these testimonies described the sight, seeing a woman lying on her stomach near the road without pants or underwear, her legs apart, genitalia, described as looking as if someone tore her apart. Another survivor said they saw a woman tied to trees, mutilated with all of their organs cut, damaged, iron rods inserted into their sexual organs. A Yoni Sedona woman survivor who witnessed the rape of a young woman enduring severe violence, recounted the victim cried out, stop it already, I'm going to die anyway from what you're doing, just kill me. When they finished, they were laughing, laughing, and then the last one simply shot her in the head. It goes on from here. No need for me. It just gets that bad and worse. I don't know what else to say about it, except this is, in the words of Five for Fighting, this is not okay. This is not normal stuff. This is not okay. And any group 
that would do this to other human beings deserves the accountability that Israel is trying to bring to them. Okay, turning to matters of the state. And again, you are not going to want to leave for the immigration part of this program. There's so much happening there with illegal immigration. But there are other things in the news that I want to cover very briefly. Alabama. Alabama has been in the news recently. You had the, that nitrous, uh, the, the, the um, I'm sorry, nitrogen execution there recently. Alabama said, okay, you, you guys, you liberals, you have made it so we can't get the drugs that we normally use in execution. This is happening not just in Alabama but other states, so we're going to try something different. We're going to use nitrogen. They strapped the guy down. This was a few weeks ago, put a mask over his face airtight, pumped nitrogen in him, 22 minutes to finish the process. It was brutal. It was the, the complaints were were resounding, but Alabama says we're going to continue to do this, and that's a direct result of liberals putting pressure on not just Alabama but other states over lethal injection. So fine, don't want lethal injection? Try this. Well, I'm, Alabama is back in the news. Only this time, it's not about death; it's about life. Headline today in the Amazon Prime Washington Post. Shock, anger, confusion grip Alabama after courts ruling on embryos. What did Alabama do now? I'll tell you what Alabama did now. Alabama doctors have found themselves puzzled over whether they'll have to make changes in intro fertilization intro vitro fertilization procedures, couples crammed into online support groups wondering if they should transfer their frozen embryos embryos out of the state. Attorneys are now warning that divorce settlement that call for frozen embryos to be destroyed may now be void. That is because... Well, let me just get to the other sentence here, because... Throughout Alabama, there is widespread shock, anger, and confusion over how to proceed after the state Supreme Court ruled Friday that frozen embryos are people. (gasps) Imagine that. Ladies and gentlemen, there is shock, anger, anger. Anger and confusion after Alabama decided, you know what, embryos, those things created when the male swimmers meet the female egg and they form a little union and then they start to grow when the swimmers and the egg get together and form another entity, a being, guess what it is? It is a human being. Oh, my words. How can we how can we possibly tolerate the idea that a human embryo is actually human? How dare this Alabama Supreme Court find that life is actually life? That human life 
actually began right after conception. Imagine that. What a place to start. Do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do. It starts when the swimmer meets the egg and they form, well, they didn't get to the zygote, but an embryo has already been for It's a person. And now liberal dumb is in a state. They are angry. How dare you declare human beings are human? How dare you declare that life is life? We are confused. We don't know what to do. Now that we realize that embryos are not just some little throwaway item, that they were actually created, have life, what do we do now? We can't throw away the embryos? We can't throw away these humans? Oh, no. Let's get angry. Well, I, for one, am not shocked. I'm a little shocked that Alabama went ahead and did it. I must admit that. It's like, well... Isn't this refreshing? But I'm not confused. I've never been confused. Life begins at... Here's a simple statement that some of you on the left will find irritating and no doubt bring you to another peak of anger. Human life, my friends, begins at conception. Where else could it begin? It begins when it begins. The word begin actually means something. It begins when it begins. When the swimmers meet the egg and they, howdy egg. Well, hello there, swimmer. Let's hook up. Admit one, admit one to the, admit one to the egg. Hey, lucky swimmer, it's your lucky day. You're the guy. And then it starts. Conception has been achieved. And what happens then? Life. And Alabama has moved a step closer for saying that life begins at conception. And shock. Anger. Imagine being angry that human life is human life. What kind of human being are you? That you get angry over life. WABC Talk Radio 77 Sweet Home Sweet, sweet home Alabama Life Begins at the beginning. In Alabama, an embryo has been recognized as life. And liberals are angry. They are confused. The rest of us just sing it loud and sing it proud. That's right, put your hand in the air and sing Sweet Home Alabama, where life is life.
The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Eighty-one. Dolly Parton breaks out with this one. Went to number one on the charts, nine to five. Believe it or not, that was Dolly Parton's first number one hit. Comedy film, of course, soundtrack. The song earned her uh, various nominations, including a Grammy Award nomination. She got awards for the best country song. Best country vocal performance from a female. Nine to five, Dolly Parton, who still has oh, Dolly Parton last year at the uh, at Dallas game. Still looking good. All right. Uh, yeah. Joe Biden is still giving away your money to buy votes, people. Uh, he has canceled another $1.2 billion in student debts. I want to know where the lawsuits are over this. Where are the lawsuits? From people who are now never went to college, but now you have to pay for someone else's college debt. Or those of you sitting out with a hefty mortgage payment, and you're watching all these other people's debt. How about your mortgage debt being canceled? How about why is How can you just tell one group of people, Oh, you know what? We like you, so we're going to cancel your debt. Where are the lawsuits? Another $1.2 billion for 150,000 people. He wants to buy 150,000 votes with this one. Uh, New York's alleged attorney general. You know, Letitia James would have been outstanding as a high-ranking official in the old USSR. She would have been right up there. If she had lived back in the days of, 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 of the Cold War, she would have been a great, a great second-in-command for Joseph Stalin. She said uh, yet Monday that she's, gonna, she's prepared to seize, seize Donald Trump's assets if he can't pay this bogus judgment that was levied against him. The Amazon Prime Washington Post has a story today, ladies and gentlemen. Analysis, they call it, by some guy named Aaron Blake, who is a staff writer. Surprised he's still working there. They've been ditching people like crazy over at the Amazon Prime Washington Post. He survived. Good for him. Ten Republicans who treated the Biden bribery claim like gospel. And it goes on. Those who thought the, the <laughs> like James Comer, Jim Jordan, Pat Fallon out of Texas, this is damning evidence, Biden is compromised, blah, 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 blah. Andrew Clyde, I want to know where is, where was, it didn't exist, and since they couldn't cover it in real time, maybe Mr. Blake, someone must know this character, Mr. Blake, can someone suggest another story for him to give us a breakdown of every single elected Democrat and their mainstream media flunkies slash allies who believed the Russian collusion hoax? 
Where was that article of all the Democrats elected and their allies in the mainstream press who promoted and fell into the Trump is colluding with Russia hoax? The Amazon Prime Washington Post seems to ignore that, and they have, that it was a total hoax. Two quick stories. Yes, we are going to deal with immigration. We're going to get to your calls as well. If you're on hold, please stay on hold. We have some great callers, it looks like, from the subject lines. I'd like to get to you. I want to get through some news. Oh, I just saw a Nikki Haley headline. Nikki Nikki Haley's presidential campaign apparently is raking in thousands of former Joe Biden donors. Democrats are, are in the thousands. Donors are supporting Nikki Haley. This is like a reverse Operation Chaos. What's Operation Chaos? When Hillary was running for president against Obama, Obama was cleaning her clock. And Rush did not want, Rush Limbaugh did not want the campaign season to end so soon. So what he did, he suggested that we, on the Republican side, do Operation Chaos. Register as a Democrat and vote for Hillary. And it happened. And as a result of Operation Chaos, Hillary actually started making some noise and extended the race. Eventually, of course, Obama stomped all over her, and that was the end of that. But it was fun. So now Democrats are doing a reverse Operation Chaos. They are supporting Nikki Haley to keep her flame alive. Yesterday, we talked about Nikki Haley crying. She did a boo-hoo when she talked about her husband being away from home. And of course, I remarked and wondered if I hoped, and I sincerely hope, that those stories that were running in the Daily Mail UK were not true. Those affidavits of men said that they were doing the grown-up with Nikki while her husband was overseas serving, because that would sort of I don't know, make that little crying thing disingenuous. Well, I got a note just, you know, people are saying, and I'll just read the text, folks are saying Nikki was faking it to do what Hillary did or something. I fell for it, but I didn't think it was good. Uh, I must admit, I don't know anything about women faking it. I've never had that experience in my life that I know of. Uh <laughs> How would you know? <laughs> How would you know? But but I will say that I am not an expert in women faking it. That all. And if Nikki was faking it, well, maybe a career in movies. On this day, 1968, Otis Redding goes to number three. The song becomes number three. This song enters the charts. This was, of course, right after... Shortly after, Otis Redding and members of the Barcays were killed in that horrific plane crash that they suffered. The song became this song, the first posthumous single to ever top the charts in the United States. Otis Redding on WABC Talk Radio 77. I left my home. Next to family. So I could be around all that dog poop and all that stuff out in San Francisco. Look like nothing's gonna come my way. 
so I'm just gonna sit on the dock of the bay, watching the tide roll away. I'm sitting on the dock of the bay, wasting time. The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Nineteen seventy. When you're weary. Simon and Garfunkel go to number one. Feeling small. This song. When tears are in your eyes. Is a signature. I will drive them on. Bridge over troubled water. The I'll album. Stayed on the charts for 300 weeks. It returned to the charts on eight separate occasions. 41 weeks. That's almost a year. At number one, Simon and Garfunkel. Immigration stack, my friends. Democrat states and cities are overrun. This is from Fox News today, Fox Digital. Overrun by migrants funneled millions of dollars in COVID-19 aid to support illegals. Democrat-run states, cities across the country that have been inundated with illegal immigrants in recent in recent months, previously, previously earmarked tens of millions of dollars in COVID-19 financial assistance programs to support undocumented residents. Now, remember this. Remember when Americans were dying left and right due to the pandemic. And we were told, oh, there's nothing we can do. Just throw them in a nursing home. Do that. This is... There was supposed to be a lot of aid given to Americans. What we learn now is that that aid, a lot, millions of dollars in aid, did not go to America, American citizens suffering with COVID. Instead, Democrats in these Democrat cities use COVID money to give to people who entered America illegally. That's story number one. Story number duo, immigration. Black Chicagoans slam Mayor Johnson for replacing them with migrants. Now, stop, look, listen, wait, what? Democrats have been whining. Republicans are racist. Republicans are racist. 
because they always talk about this great replacement, the great replacement. They say white people are being replaced, are being replaced by, by, by immigrants, and that's racist. Republicans, evil Republicans are so racist. The great replacement, the great replacement. They'll, now, number one, that whole great replacement stuff is nonsense. Democrats for years have been bragging, gloating, laughing. The day is coming when white people are not going to be a majority in America because it's the browning of America. The browning of America. I remember those stories. I remember when those stories came out. I'm like, the browning of America? What is that? Democrats were gloating. Yeah, you white people, you're going to find out what it's like to be minorities. <laughs> and then when the Republicans started saying, well, wait a minute, how we're seeing these numbers come in and these numbers indicate that... <laughs> Yeah, in certain cities, there's going to be a problem, especially if there's a vote. People began wondering, are Democrats trying to replace American citizens with illegal immigrants so that they can ensure their own political power? Legitimate theory. Whale, whale, whale. What's happening in Chicago? What's happening in Chicago, my friends, is this. Mayor Brandon Johnson is now coming up under attack from black folks in Chicago. They're saying, what are you doing? You are replacing us, the black people of Chicago, with illegal immigrants. Why my word, folks, that's the great replacement theory. Only instead of white folks being replaced, it's black folks being replaced by it. Can you imagine that? Just imagine one day you sitting there, you saying to yourself, I, folks, look what's happening here. Our city, our good old city, Chicago, South Side especially. I've been to Chicago. I know what I'm talking about here. I've been to Chicago on the South Side of Chicago. I'm going to tell you something. Folks, ain't no white folks on the South Side of Chicago. The white folks left a long, long time ago. They said, we're going to get up on out here. Because these people are come in the neighborhood, take it over. And, and they like Joe Biden. They said, we don't want our kids going to no jungle schools. That's what Joe Biden said. So we're going to get out of here. We're going to leave this little section of town to them, to them, you know, them people of color. We're going to leave. And they left. And the South Side been black all the time, been just black. And then when the South Side got black, you know what they did? They start taking away all them services and all them good old things that happened in them elite neighborhoods like the Gold Coast neighborhood in Chicago. The Gold Coast neighborhood in Chicago even now look pretty good. That's where all the white folks still live. The little circle of white folks like, you know, like Custer's Last Stand, they got them all circled in their Chicago in this little neighborhood. They call it the Gold Coast. Anyway, that's beside the point. Here the point. Black people in Chicago, yeah, we kept them in ghettos and all that stuff, kept them voting Democrat, kept the, the, the schools failing. Don't matter. We like them. They all little, you know, we, we like them black people to just stay in their lane, you know. <laughs> Notice I didn't say stay in your place because that's kind of racist. We just we like them black people in Chicago to stay in their lane, okay? But here's what happened. We found us some new ones. We got some new ones. Why, we've been shipping in, and, and who's going to complain about it because they brown too. They ain't black, they're brown. But we've been shipping in people from Mexico, people from Nicaragua, people from down there in that El Salvador, people all throughout there, Guatemala, 
And let me tell you something about them Guatemalans. They know how to do some lawns, don't they? That's what the, hey, hey, don't you call me a racist. I'm just pointing out the obvious, okay? Listen. All right. And, and, and them some nice people, too. I ain't saying nothing mean about them. They're hardworking people. I love them. I do. I love them. I'm just saying, we got people from Nicaragua. We got people from that El Salvador. We got people from Honduras. We got even people, some of them come up from Peru. We got people from Brazil. And lately, we've been importing a lot of them people in from Venezuela. You know where old Hugo and, and the Maduro fella been wreaking havoc. We taking them all, and we're putting them in Chicago. And right now... Some of the black people that up here, them people of color, they have a little problem with them other peoples of color, different color, coming in here and taking over. And so now black people in Chicago are saying, hey, 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 what y'all doing replacing us? How come we on the outs again? We was at the bottom rung all these years, but we were still voting Democrat. And the thanks we get being on the bottom rung and voting Democrat Y'all replacing us with people that don't even speak English? And, and and you're giving them all this money? You're giving them thousands of dollars? You're giving them housing? You're giving them health care? And you're replacing us. And, and, and black people up there ain't happy. These immigrants, illegal immigrants, are getting $9,000 a month. $9,000 a month in pay kind of like what they're doing in New York. They're just handing out money left and right. Here, here, you come here from another country. Come over here, boy. We got some money for you, boy. Come on over here, boy. Only thing we want you to do, boy, when it's time to vote, just remember who's giving you this money. That's all we asking. You know, just remember us, your friendly Democrat, because we love ourselves some illegal immigrant. And guess what? Y'all going to be most favored people. We didn't have these black ones, but some of them black ones lately been talking about Trump, and we don't like that. So we're going to make sure that we have us a base for years and decades to come. Now, you people of color in Chicago that are complaining that we are replacing, we Democrats are replacing you with illegal immigrants, we got two words for you. One start with an F. You figure it out. Y'all know that word. I heard you use it. No, I ain't saying you. I'm saying we know because, you know, they people cuss. Anyway, yeah, them blacks in, in Chicago being replaced, they done caught on to it, though. <laughs> they ain't happy. <laughs> they caught on to us, Democrats. We're getting rid of, we're getting rid of. We, we used to call them a word. I can't use the word anymore because I get in real trouble if I use it. But we're placing our mm-mms and we're getting us some immigrants to take the mm-mms place. Because we Democrats and we got to protect our political power no matter what you see. So there you go. That's your little immigrant story from Chicago. Hope you enjoyed it. Good, good listening. We got to check in with Lou Dodds. But before I do that, let me just say this one other thing. There's another news story today. More than 7 million migrants have entered the U.S. under Joe Biden. 7 million. Larger than the population of 36 states. 
We are replacing. We ain't only replacing the peoples of colors. We're replacing some of y'all white folk, too. We are Democrats. And we're going to change and transform America like you ain't never suspect. Tell you what, let's go check in with our boy, Drew Dobbs, and then let's come out and take some calls. How that? All right, y'all. The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention, Ditto Heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. On 77 WABC. 1976, four seasons. Jump to number one. With this one, you know it. December 63. Oh, what a night. Bob Gordillo and his future wife, Judy Parker, first met when they were working as producers with Motown. And they're the writers of this giant hit. All right, it's time. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, presents Rapid Phones. Robert in Suffolk, you are up first. What is on your mind this afternoon? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Got to go quick. What's on your mind? Mayor Adams and Kathy Hochul need to sign emergency executive orders allowing all state offices and personnel to assist and cooperate with ICE. We have to thin out these criminals and terrorists that are amongst us. Thank you, Robert. Joe in Long Island, you are up next. What's on your mind this afternoon, Joe? Okay, about, it's about these two whistleblowers that were prepared to testify against Joe Biden, Gal Luft and Alexander Smirnov. Uh, not coincidentally, they were arrested by the FBI and charged with perjury. Mm-hmm. And the Democrats, mm-hmm. as I'm sure you know, are attempting to try to spin this by claiming mm-hmm. that this somehow discredits the Republicans' impeachment inquiry. Now, there's only mm-hmm. one problem. Mm-hmm. Here it is. The presidents are the ones who are ultimately in charge of the FBI. The president in this case is Joe Biden. So yet the FBI, run by Joe Biden, is arresting whistleblowers testifying against Joe Biden. Am I wrong mm-hmm. to be suspicious? <laughs> no, no, no. The minute these indictments came out, I said, wow, this is pretty blatant. Joe Biden's Justice Department is arresting the witnesses against them, charging them with perjury. No, you are not at all wrong to be suspicious. I think many of us are suspicious. Mike and Nassau, you are up next. How you doing, Bo? Uh, originally from Nassau County. I'm in South Carolina now. We've spoken a few times. I know you cut uh, short on time. Otis Redding, I played the drums to everything back in the day, man, sitting by the dock of the bank. And here's the you thing. Play, whoa, 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 stop. You played drums on that track? I played drums to everything, big band, orchestra, jazz, blues. Uh, uh, when I, I played college baseball before big games, I put anything, anything Jimi Hendrix on. Now I'm, I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. Um, but I'll tell you okay. what, uh, Bo, uh, uh, real quick, illegal aliens, like Curtis calls them, seven million to date. Outrageous Biden and all his far left Democratic donkey devils. You know, really, that's what they are. 
Look, look here. Look here. You from South Carolina now. You ought to understand what's going on here. We're trying to replace y'all some peoples. We need some new peoples that will be subservient to our party. Okay, what we have here, Mike, is a failure to communicate. Mark in New Jersey, you are up next. How are you? Hi there, Mr. Bo. Good, good afternoon. I'll make it short and sweet. First of all, they haven't left Trump alone since day one. People crossing this border, that problem is going to get so bad, it's going to be unbelievable. And that article you were talking about, the Hamas on October 7th, that's absolutely horrible. Everybody should have wiped them out. And Mark Levine, he should be vice president. And Nikki Haley is just wasting money. Give the rest to the Salvation Army. That's all I can Thank say you. more. But Thank you. We appreciate it. Let's go to uh, Larry in Brooklyn, New York, very quickly. Yeah, black people have to decide whether they want to settle for reparations or part of the American dream. Because the, the ace of the hole for Donald Trump is Tim Scott. He's an, it's a no-brainer. He wants to, if he wants to win the election and take office as presidency, he's got to go with Tim Scott. Let me tell you something. Donald Trump actually talked about a several on his short list. On the short list include Ron DeSantis, Christy Nome, Tim Scott, Ramaswamy. So this short list is really interesting. But we uh, more on that maybe tomorrow. Joaquin in Pennsylvania, you got to do it quick. Time is running out. Hey, while he was serving, she was allegedly servicing. What do you mean by that? Well, he was serving mm-hmm. in his country. Allegedly, she was servicing other men. Are you talking about the former governor of South Carolina, Nikki Haley? Possibly. Hmm. I don't want to get myself in trouble. So when her husband was servicing, you say she was servicing other men. Hmm. I wonder what that means. Anyway, we can't investigate or probe into it right now because it's time for us to go. My friends, may God bless and protect each and every single one of you, your family, your loved ones. Love and gratitude for your being here with me and allowing me to be with you. God willing, we are back for the Thursday edition of Bo Snowley's Rush Hour tomorrow at 4. And you will not be replaced before then anyway. Uh, Until then, bye now.